I'm very Same. nervous about public speaking. Um, Same. It freaks me out. <laughs> Same. This is only the 10th podcast that I've done ever, um, even though I started it two years ago. So just to give you an idea of how nervous, you know, I usually am. Um, but but yeah, so I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's it's weird. It just seems just it seems to go better this way if I'm not I overthink. Right. It's, do you have a lot of Virgo in your chart? Um, I do. Yeah, I do. I think okay. I have like three or four placements. There you um, go. So, yeah, but normally, so I'm a <laughs> Pisces sun. I'm a Libra moon and oh, a Capricorn okay. ascending. So, um, mm -hmm. but I do have like three or four placements that are Virgo. Yeah. Probably um, your Mercury. Yeah. Yep. And so, yeah, I overthink <laughs> a lot and I talk a lot. And so I'm going to, okay. I'm going to do my best to try to. It's okay. I like it when people engage. I feel like it's a lot harder when they just put me at the center stage and yeah. I'm like, yeah, but you're not engaging with me. It makes it a little bit harder. I think it's yeah. the Libra in us that I'm like, well, I want to socialize, you know, I want to yeah. connect. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to feel like a conversation. So. Absolutely. And um, I'm nervous too. I don't like to be, you know, really? and yeah, that's why I'm okay. always behind camera. I just barely started putting myself in front of the camera actually. I said to my wife this morning, I said, mm -hmm. I like that JJ is actually putting herself in front of the camera more before the readings. And she oh, said, oh, that's probably because all these people are trying to pretend like they're her. And she's trying to make sure like, this is, this is me. Like, don't yes. fall for the imposter, <laughs> you know, whatever account. Also, yes. And, yeah. And I said, I, I have a feeling, and I, and I said that, I said, I have a feeling that like, maybe you didn't have like enough confidence to really do that that much and now yes. you've been building that up and yes. i said the exact absolutely. same thing so absolutely no that's yeah. awesome i think it's great and i feel like yeah. when you get an imposter or two or three which i've seen you have like i, I feel like <laughs> I, I laughed and i told my wife i said i feel like that's how you're like you know i think i made it like that's what people are trying to fake <laughs> right yeah. if people are trying to fake like that they're you does that mean you've made it i don't know you know I don't know. You know what? Everybody's telling me that. They're like, JJ, you don't got haters or people <laughs> wanting to be you, you know, then it just means, you know, that you haven't made it yet. If you have them, you made it. I'm like, okay, I guess. Yeah. I can make it that way. Because yeah, it it's frustrating. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I can't even imagine, like, especially because of you providing a service that's so, um, like, out there on social media, right? Yeah. It'd be, it's so easy for someone to just generate a profile in, like, like, 10 minutes and start trying to rip people off. So I can't even imagine, like... Yeah, it's not so know. much for me, or, like, I tell my husband, it's not so much my reputation. It's, like, even though it is, but it's so more, like, the people. Because right. people that come and get readings, I look at them as, like, myself. That's why I started my journey. Right. Um, so when people come for a reading, I, I always remember the time where I was also stuck in life or I didn't know what to do. And so for someone to just come and scam and just take their money and not take their situation seriously, then I feel like it's it's not okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So can we talk about that a little bit? So yeah. you said like, obviously you were in, you were in a position at one time, everybody is right where you're like, yeah. oh man, I'm really lost and I need guidance and all that kind of thing. So like, how did you... How did you go from that to, to where you are now a little bit? Like, did you start when you were younger? Have you always been drawn to it? You know, how does that? Interestingly enough, I've looking back because I really had to sit with that question because mm -hmm. um, I really love your question. And I was like, well, when did it all started? Mm -hmm. So I was I was when I was young, I always had this interest, this fascination with the other world. I was always into like ghost stories or I always happened to be in the circle of groups 
that they all thought they were witches right. somehow, always, even through high school. Like I was always in that group. Mm -hmm. So it was always like a fascination, but I never really dived deep into it or anything like that until I found myself in a situation, which was um, after, after high school where I was studying to be, I was, I went through so many phases. All I knew was all of them had in common that I wanted to be a healer. I wanted to heal people. But I was going at it in a more practical way. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do registered nursing. Then I was like, I want to do speech pathology. I was like, and then I want to do social working. So it's all, you can see it's all healing. It's all wanting to help others. But for whatever reason, it was always, no, something happened. It was always delayed, delayed, and delayed until one day I got into the university that I wanted to. And I was so excited. I was happy. My first day went great. My second day, I literally felt like somebody pulled me out of the class. I couldn't be there. I couldn't <laughs> sit there. And I went out and I remember I cried in um, the, I don't know what's it called, but it's like the benches outside. And I was like, I wanted this so much, you know, um, I'm like, why am I not happy here? Yeah. And so I went home and I took two years off because I was like, I, it was during Lionsgate portal, 888 of 2018 oh, when wow. this happened. I know it was big. Um, and I told my husband, I was like, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to be home. Uh, I'm going to stay home with my kids. My husband was like, fine, that's okay. I'll take care of everything. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. And then, so that happened. Then my husband went out of country. I'm pretty sure you heard the story, but he went out of country to get his residency. And so they had told us, oh, he's going to be out for three weeks. And come seven, eight weeks, he wasn't coming. And I was like, oh, my God, there was a lot of delays and things like this. And again, I went back to spirituality. I went back to tarot because I always had tarot. Mm -hmm. I was gifted one, actually, when I was 16. Um, and I went back to tarot. And I found myself, again, finding comfort, finding guidance, using my intuition. And everything worked itself out. And that's when I started my YouTube channel. During okay. that time that I really thought I I was I was like, what am I going to do? I'm a stay at home parent. I was like, I gave up my school um, and I was it was just like also an identity crisis because I was like, I didn't know what to do. And so I that's how I started my YouTube channel. It was always spirituality that got me through the most difficult times in my life. Yeah. 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 Well, what's interesting. So that that wasn't that long ago. Mm -mm. <laughs> Which... It wasn't. Kind of messes with me a little because the first time so <laughs> uh -huh. i came across you because i have a, a very small um spiritual community that okay um i hung out on twitch a lot there's a lot of twitch like tarot readers and stuff and that's kind of where i started to seek out um some like-minded people because i felt like there wasn't people around here locally that i could connect to okay. um and then i started a community that was sort of like the misfits who didn't really get along well in some of the mainstream tarot stuff on Twitch. Mm -hmm. And so just a, a small group of us, a core group. And, um, and uh, one of them had gotten a reading from soul work, Aaron. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yep. Uh -huh. And then said, Oh, well, I've gotten a reading from Aaron. And, you know, she does this podcast or, or something with JJ. Mm -hmm. And like, so she introduced me to your videos and said, there was this video that really reminded me of you, you should check it out. And so I was looking, you know, before you came on mm -hmm. and that was actually this month is probably about two years since I first started watching videos that you put out. Oh. Um, and then in May, 
of 2020, I had reached out and actually got a reading um, from you. And so it was, it was, it was interesting, you know, and it, it was kind of, um, it's kind of strange because I didn't realize, didn't realize how, a, like what a big part of my journey the last two years, like your readings were going to become, mm-hmm. um, and, and with my wife as well. And there's been some interesting, you know, some interesting things that have happened uh, along the way. But, you know, like I said, I, I watched that, that first pick a card and I went, Oh my God, I've watched a lot of pick a cards from a lot of different people, but this one, I, I mean, it literally felt like you were doing a personal reading for me. Oh. And then that's what made me kind of keep coming back. And every time I would watch something, I was like, Oh my God, this is really just spot on, like freakishly spot on like detailed. <laughs> right. Um, and I know that most of those readings are meant to sort of, you know, generally apply and you take what applies and you leave the rest kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, okay, everything applies down to like very specific stuff on yeah. the regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was it was very interesting, but um, I was able to find a, a lot of like-minded people, you know, from doing that and connecting, and I, and that's grown quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, which then gave me the confidence to start sort of discussing the topics that I've always been into for uh, since I was very little, um, openly and not caring what people think. And then mm-hmm. I realized, oh my God, there's people that are right here like mm-hmm. um, parents of uh, children that played football with my kid. They mm-hmm. said, oh, I've, I'm really into the, you know, at the football games, they someone came up to me and said, I'm really into this stuff, you know, but I have no one to talk to about it. And they're all hush hush, right? Yeah. And they were like scared to mm-hmm. talk about it. Everybody thinks you're a freak if you're into this. And I was like, I am a freak, but I'm just owning it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. Everybody's unique. And uh, so I realized that I had a lot of um, people locally who were, into stuff and once i once i started putting that out there i it was like oh my god there is a way more than i ever thought i just it's like i it's like they didn't exist until my perception changed Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yes and then all of a sudden it was like poof um so and people that i thought would be freaked out by it Mm -hmm. are not i have seen it cross over into my business where they know Mm -hmm. what my beliefs are and um and you know they're like that's pretty cool. You know, yeah. um, they're not like, Oh, okay. You're that guy, you know? Um, <laughs> <You're> that guy. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I've, I told one of my clients before I said, which is totally unrelated mm-hmm. to this kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. I said, Oh yeah, I pulled, I pulled cards for a year ahead. Um, probably like six or seven months ago. And mm-hmm. just so you know, so far everything is dead on to what I pulled. So mm-hmm. if that's true, I'm predicting the next couple of months are going to be like this. And they didn't really believe in that stuff until mm-hmm. the next three months came. And then they're kind of like, Hmm, you know? Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, so it was really cool. I've I've gotten acceptance in areas where I didn't think that I could. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Yes. Um and so yeah, it's really interesting. When when you started to do this, because you like you mm-hmm. said, you kind of abandoned um everything that was sort of defined who you were. Yeah, and right? identity, and started yeah. to go with this. Yeah, your identity, exactly. Mm-hmm. How how did that go with like family and friends and like did you um, struggle or well when I start I started everything all you my husband did not know about my YouTube everybody lies because my husband everything was done like very Scorpio hidden <laughs> nobody knew nothing except my son my oldest because he's the one that helped me kind of put everything up and showed me how to do it but everything was under the radar for a whole year when I decided to be like okay this is what I'm doing and I'm like, it's it's growing. I'm like, people are needing the help. 
um, like you said, it was a beautiful community. People were so loving and accepting. And that's the whole reason why I also started behind camera because I was like, I can imagine what people will say, the comments. I was like, I can imagine the comments being mm. like horrible. And I was like, I really don't need that type of emotional damage, if you will, right, right now while I'm going through my transformation. Uh, but when I did decide to come out, my husband was like, a little bit, he was like, okay, kind of like, I don't believe what you're, I don't believe in any of it. But you know what you do you. Right. Like he's like, you do you and then see where it takes you. That's mm -hmm. it. Like, he didn't give me any bad comments or anything. I was like, okay. And he didn't limit or anything like that or nothing. My father, on the other hand, he was a little bit more resistant just because he is a little bit more Catholic. Mm -hmm. So he was like, oh, okay, so you're not a God worshiper or whatever. And I was like, it has nothing to do with that. I was like, mm -hmm. it's just, you know, my spirituality, I'm not defining it with any religion. Yeah, it took him a while, but he also did a lot of stuff behind closed doors. But he's a Libra, so he's very much about what other people think. Sure. Yeah. So but he did his things behind closed doors. So he was mm. just like, you know, how is it going to look like? Because um, he was still very much wanting me to be a nurse. So he's like, what are you going to tell people? What are people going to say that you're a nurse doing this, practicing this? Mm -hmm. And I was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they think. I'm like. You know, yeah. um, my mother, she was very open to it. She didn't give me any uh, resistance whatsoever. She's she's not very religious herself. So she was very open. She's like, well, that makes you happy. You do you. Mm -hmm. um, I got a little bit more resistance from other family members that they are very religious. And I was a little scared for them to find out. Yeah. And so it took me a while. I think they found out like, what, six months ago. Mm -hmm. It all started happening. I was like over here behind closed doors, like trying to keep it like people not to know. Yeah. And then um, little did I know that everybody already knew. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's like, everybody knows JJ. And I was like, oh, thanks a lot for letting me know. <laughs> they didn't say nothing. They're just like, when they come, they just look at my stuff, my altars and things like that. And they're like, just nothing. They just look at it. Yeah, they but probably weren't we very that. surprised, right? They're like, we kind of already knew. Yeah, but... you were always the odd one. <laughs> I, I totally can relate to that. I totally yeah. can relate to that. Yeah, no. But I other totally than that, I, I don't, I haven't had any bad experiences with people. I feel like, like you said, I do open up more now when I go to my son's school and things like that. Right. Um, people do ask me, like, with the beads and stuff that I wear. The crystal mm. beads are always like, oh, what is that? And then I start telling them, and they're like, yeah, I know I have mine, but I don't wear them in public. And I'm like, why? And they're like, yeah. because so much judgment. They associate you with doing witchcraft or devil worshiping or things like mm. that. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But, you know, it's I don't know. I, I'm I'm a, mm, I, I feel like I'm a very confident person when it comes about like to me, my own stuff, like in person. But. I feel like um, I understand why people feel like that, because there is a lot of people who do get a lot of resistance from other people. Not everyone is blessed to have um, a community that they can talk to or people that they can trust. So it does make it a little hard. Absolutely. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like that is when the podcast people who are on Twitch, YouTube, yeah. makes it a lot easier for others to relate. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, have, a, I have a theory that I've talked with multiple people, but I mm -hmm. found that... A lot of people who do this kind of stuff, you know, like when I started my podcast and when you started doing what you're doing and putting yourself in front of camera, there is a lot of like 
fear that I had to work through just speaking up about what I believe mm -hmm. and expressing that, let alone just being publicly facing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I, I told my wife, I said, yeah, this is probably because all the people who are doing this stuff and now trying to spread that message and help people without being afraid mm -hmm. are, are probably doing so because in a past life, we probably have been put to death for it and we're scared. Yeah. To, like, we're like, oh my God, I don't want anything to happen to my family. Like, I don't want to yeah. get hurt. You know, I'm, I'm not me personally. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very like, I don't care what happens to me, but if you touch my family, family, like, yes. different, different situation, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's um, another thing that's, I'm like, you know, it's not so much about me. It's, it's like what people are going to say. Well, my kids, are they going to get any, any shit? Can I, I don't I know. know if I can cuss. I'm sorry. You can totally cuss. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if they, if they're going to take shit from other kids at school, things like this, you know? Yeah. No, of yeah, course. Yeah. People, yeah. people, you know, kids, you worry about your kids like getting, getting made fun of because it's mm -hmm. something different and you know, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. I, up until, what was that fifth grade? I think up until fifth grade, I went to a Christian, oh, I'm sorry, a Catholic school. Okay. Um, it had nuns. I mean, they did the whole, like, you know, hit your knuckles with the ruler thing and, and oh, like, okay. they're very strict and whatever. And I, I basically kind of, um, got asked to leave because, mm -hmm. I questioned a lot, not that I didn't believe necessarily what, um, you know, what I was being told. I just questioned mm -hmm. a lot. Like I have a yeah. lot of questions, right? Um, you know, I got in trouble for like putting the communion in my pocket because I didn't know what to do with it. I'd never been to communion yeah. and uh, I put it in my pocket and it got all covered in lint and stuff, right? And then I oh. went up to a nun after service and was like, hi, uh, like, what do I do with this? Oh my God, you put the body of Christ in your pocket and you know, it was like, <laughs> it was a big thing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm in fifth grade. I don't know yeah. what to do, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I, I did question a lot because I always had this feeling that there is more to the story than I guess what what we know, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, that led me to a number of, of different like searches for um, what I believe and kind of separating out the spirituality from the religion, which I feel like a lot mm -hmm. of people have have kind of like leaned mm -hmm. towards. Um yeah. You know, even down to just studying, like very mm -hmm. generally, as many religions as I could, you know, put in my brain mm -hmm. um, and keep my sanity and <laughs> and coming to a point where I'm like, you know, I think they're all the same. You know, mm -hmm. um, I've talked about this on, on podcasts before, but, you know, language, when babies are born, they all speak baby language, right? Oh, absolutely. And then they don't, you know, start becoming, say, Spanish speaking or English speaking or Japanese speaking until their environment um, sort of influences them. But mm -hmm. initially, they all speak the same language. And um, I said, I feel like uh, interpretations of God are much the mm -hmm. same way. Every region, every whatever has all have their interpretation of the same thing. Mm -hmm. And but it's it's all the same, you know, and to Absolutely. me, God is just a, a word to describe that, that connective source that that brings us all together. Absolutely. Um, and it, it took a while to get there for me. Mm -hmm. um, but anytime I bring that up to people, like, you're like, yeah, totally. Like it's common sense, right? Like a lot mm -hmm. of people that I know are like, what, you know, they think that's a little weird. And, yeah. um, I, I, it's just what I've always felt, you know, from the beginning. So, um, I agree with you. Share it. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I do. Because I always felt like, why was he always unreachable? At least in, I always felt like he was, that God was very unreachable. Like you had mm -hmm. to go through certain uh, saints or angels to get to him. I was like, why couldn't I just talk directly to him? Mm -hmm. That is something that my dad taught me. He's like, you you can just talk directly to God. And I was like, okay. 
So I always had that issue with, with, um, I, I never fit in with religion because I was like, I want to have my own, um, relationship with God, if you will, or with source mm -hmm. or spirit. Cause people will call them many different things. But like you said, um, I just, I don't know. It was, I could never fit in. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and like, once you realize, I think once you realize where, what feels at home, mm -hmm. like God, what a relief that is. Like when I That's stopped funny. digging into everything, cause I was like, this is what I like, I figured it out. Like I know what I believe and I, and it makes sense now. Mm -hmm. And I sort of threw out that conditioning that everybody yeah. else wanted to teach me. Mm -hmm. It was like, Oh, thank God. And then I was like, all right, now I need to tackle, you know, 25 other things that are on my plate. Right. Cause it's like, Absolutely, as soon as I got yeah. through that, there's the next thing lined up. So, Absolutely. you know, but, um, but yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, kind of struggle with that. And I think at the end of the day, you know, I think I tell people all the time, I don't, I don't know that it really matters as long as you, you believe in something. And if you don't believe in anything, you know, then believe in yourself above Absolutely. everything else, you know? Absolutely. And that's okay. People get so caught up in that. And I'm like, just do you, what works mm -hmm. for you? What motivates you? What inspires you? Yeah. You know, everybody's yeah. journey is unique. Absolutely. And we're no one to judge anybody's journey because yeah. your journey is going to change because you grow, you ascend. And so your consciousness also evolves and it changes. And with that is normal that your journey will change. Your beliefs will change your perception, mm -hmm. your vision. So don't ever judge yourself or anyone else just because they're like, oh, at some point I resonated with this and now I don't. That's okay. That's their journey. It's not yours. Yep. And I, I think it's really healthy too. I, I tell people a lot that we're here to yep. be both, you know, teacher and student. And so Absolutely. you should do both. You know, I've, yes. I've met some people who are like, Oh, I'm not here to learn anything. And I'm like, lesson one. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, <there. laughs> right? Yeah, um, I always say that on YouTube too. I'm like, we're always rotating between being a student and a teacher. Yeah, there's yeah. going to be times where you're going to be the teacher and there's going to be times where you're going to be the student and, you know, honor those, honor them, honor those yeah. two. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing too is something that I was told by a spiritual mentor that I had was like recognize that every single person that you talk to it does not matter who it is even in passing on the street every single person that you connect with is a opportunity to teach and to learn and sometimes Absolutely. sometimes that i mean whatever sometimes the the beggar on the street you know that's asking you for money like there's a karmic contract there mm -hmm. right and it, that it's an opportunity to help or to learn or to whatever you yeah, know so I, I always find that like really fascinating to me. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I love when people make connections, you know, like that mm -hmm. and, and, the, and you realize it. What's cool to me mm -hmm. is when you start to really see the different synchronicities and like when you become aware of how it all works mm -hmm. and then you like start to see it and you're like, oh, okay, you know, and, and it starts to just sort of like lead you along yeah a little bit like breadcrumbs right yeah yeah that's that's when it gets fun that's kind of where i've been the last mm -hmm. like couple years where i'm like all right now that i'm starting <laughs> to figure out exactly how this works now i can use that to my advantage absolutely right yes. so it's taken a, a minute to get there but it's it's about being in the flow because when we're in resistance we don't see the signs or when we're not present that's why spirit is always like ground yourselves, you know, mm -hmm. because if you're not present, you're not going to be able to see, like you said, the little breadcrumbs or the little signs, the little synchronicities. And when we're yeah. not in the flow, it also makes it a lot uh, harder. There's a lot more resistance there. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, everybody doesn't matter 
people from all walks of life have something valuable to teach us. Um, there's always a reason, and I always say this on YouTube as well. There's always a reason why we encounter certain people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing is by mistake. At least I don't believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, you probably have seen me like hit this Kleenex a couple different times. I don't know why, but since this new energy kicked in, my allergies and sinus stuff is oh, like out of control. It's yes. it's literally kicking my ass every day. Yeah, it's a lot of releasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, my wife this morning goes, how do you feel today? And I said, I feel really good. Like my energy is good. And mm-hmm. I said, but, and this is going to sound strange, but I said, I'm completely stuffed up, but my nose is running. I know that doesn't make sense. Yes, right? yes. So you but both are happening at the same time, and I don't mm-hmm. understand why, like how that works. But there's a push and pull. That's why in a collective yeah. level. I'm Absolutely. like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been, it's been, yeah. it's been crazy. Um, but yeah, I want to talk a little bit about that. So one of your your recent um, readings that we watched, um, mm-hmm. and then you typically do different like uh, um, like Reiki energy stuff around the portals and, and yes. things like that. So. For people who aren't super familiar with it, like, can you maybe just overview a little bit about the the portals and like how that works and, and where we're at now and maybe like what the next one is? Yes. Uh, so portals are usually when we're talking about like 11-11. So mm. November 11th, December 12th, or like the one that we just had, which was February 22nd, 2022. That was like the biggest one everybody was talking. So they're usually num- uh, portals are like that. So March the 3rd, April the 4th. Um, the lion's gate is another big one that I think in the community, everybody knows about. Mm -hmm. So the last portal or these portals generally are, they're doors for us to use, to manifest whatever it is that we want to manifest. We use that energy. We have to use it very wisely because they are powerful. And a lot of people usually think like, oh, because I manifested the day of the portal, I should receive my manifestation like the next day. And I'm like, doesn't work like that. (laughs) It takes like six months for you to get it uh, because there's a series of events that will happen, right? Um, When we know in manifestation, you set your intention. As soon as you set your intention, a lot of people are like, but I just asked for this. And all of a sudden, this is like my favorite one. Okay, so my husband. He did a big one last year's portal, which was 11-11. He wanted a new job. And so what happened? He lost his job. Mm. And he's like, JJ, you told me to use this portal to manifest. And I was like, yeah, you're making room for it. Spirit is like, you don't need that other job. And he's like, no, but this is having that moment, you know, the resistance. Mm-hmm. And he got a new job, a better job. It took him a while, but he did. And I was like, there you go. That's your manifestation right there. But a lot of people, that's what happens. Like we manifest during these portals and we tend to be like, or we feel like we're losing something, mm-hmm. but it's just, we're making space. That's what the portal does. Um, and the biggest one that we had for February, it was all about choices. I don't know if you've been seeing it in your life, but there's mm-hmm. been a lot of decisions that I feel like a lot of us are making Uh, during this portal and I feel like it's all from a place of intuition this is where the collective is at right now the collective is in this place where we are making difficult choices and their choices based on intuition and those are the hardest choices to make I always tell people it's not like a logical decision right we're always like oh so if I do this or if I do that then that should lead to this right like two plus two is four intuitively it doesn't work that way intuitively you know you don't know you're stepping into the unknown with faith that's all you're doing in this portal i feel like it's pushing all of us to do that many of us are as well uh wanting more freedom freedom of expression we're connecting more with our truth 
uh, we're also not, a lot of us are not staying quiet anymore. And we're seeing this in many different ways that's going on in the world and also in our personal lives. We're like, we're done with this. I don't want this anymore. I want something different. A lot of people are going on their own. They're starting their own businesses. They're just being more creative. They're trusting themselves more. They're stepping into their power, their truth. And that's the biggest uh, shift with this with this portal now, how you said you feel congested, but yet mm. your nose is running because a lot of us, there's a little bit of resistance still. And so spirit is like telling you, where's the resistance? So where's the congestion at? Right. Is it, is it like in your, for example, it was in your head or your forehead. Okay. So what are we, your mind, there's something with Mental your mind. Block. There. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But spirit is like, but it's still flowing. It's still running. So if you just let it flow. If you let it run, you will be okay. Yeah. But we get caught up in the congestion, right? We get caught up in the blockages that we have. And so there's that push and pull energy there that's going on in the collective. And the new portal that's coming up will be the 3-3. Three, three. And that portal is all about your vision. I want you guys to think about like tarot. For those of you who do practice tarot, right? The three of wands, the three of pentacles, um, the three of cups. So this is all about a new vision. It's about creative expression. It's about um, birthing new things. Also, if you work with Ascended Masters, that would be great as well. But anything you want to expand on, that would mm -hmm. be kind of like where your intention should be with this portal that is coming up. A lot mm -hmm. of growth then. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've seen that and, I, and I've, I've noticed it too. So like, for example, in the last, I don't know, six months, eight months, something like that. Mm -hmm. Like I've noticed that you've expanded, you know, even just what you're doing into, you know, there's candles and yeah. obviously you, you do Reiki and yes. some other like products and things like that mm -hmm. but it's it's expanding sort of your brand you know into yeah. other ways to help people which i think is is awesome Thank and you. i've also seen you know you're talking about the the creator like energy that we had um mm -hmm. i think covid um and the lockdowns and all that kind of stuff and people being able to work from home and in mm -hmm. businesses seeing like oh I can actually have some people that work from home right yeah I, I think that really was a catalyst to to push people Absolutely. Um, and we've, we've talked about it on past, uh, podcasts, you know, mm -hmm. during the pandemic yes. of, okay, this, this is the physical thing that's happened. COVID is happening. Right. But there's mm -hmm. actually a spiritual purpose behind what's happening to the collective too. This Absolutely. is sort of the catalyst for it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and moving that forward. And definitely I'm seeing that I've seen more people leave their jobs in the last year. Um, yes. complete career changes. Like I've mm -hmm. always wanted to do this, whatever it is. Um, and just going for it. And I'm yes. like, that's, that's great. You know, I did it. I mean, I did it last April. I left my job. So I've been on my own almost at the end of April will be uh, a year since I did it. And yeah. I tried and wanted to do it for so many years before that. And I just was afraid and afraid and afraid. And then you know, I built my, my business up to the point where I finally could do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, l probably literally the next day, as soon as I did it, I was like, Oh my God, I feel so good. Yeah. COVID <laughs> like what was I so scared us, of, yeah. you know? COVID uh, forced us to tap into our creativity and to think outside the box mm -hmm. in many ways, many aspects. A lot of people got divorced during COVID too. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I think it shifted a lot of priorities. For sure. And and yeah, divorce for sure because, um, I mean, I think a lot of people sometimes if they're in a situation, relationship, whether that's marriage or mm -hmm. not, they're in a yeah. situation, job, marriage, whatever that they're unhappy, but they're using work or whatever 
know, if you're never home because you're working all the time, (laughs) Mm -hmm. then you don't really know how good your relationship is because it's like, well, it's great. We only see each other 30 minutes a day. Yeah. But all of a sudden now you're stuck with each other. Right. And yeah, then you have to kind of like work through some things and figure it out. So yeah, yeah, I've seen that. You it's know. like the security blanket got taken away. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, I know, I mean, I know people who were in that situation yeah. um, in my own family, actually, who yeah. that, that was the deal. They never really saw each other enough to realize that they don't really like each other. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so it's sad. But, um, you know, I said, no matter how bad it sucks, I've, I've never, ever gone from a situation that was bad to one that was worse ever. No. I've always gone up. Right. Absolutely. Even if it didn't yes. feel like it. Yeah. Even at if the there moment. was a dip. Right. Yeah. Even, even at the moment. Dip, yeah. You're like, uh, uh-uh, this isn't good. No, it will go. It'll go better. Yeah. No. It's yeah. it's always worked out. You know, great. And you know, when my wife was, she's a teacher, so she had to teach from home. Oh. Okay. Um, she does intervention specialist, oh, so okay. she works with a lot of IEPs and kids on the spectrum and things like that. Okay. Um. And so like she had to teach from home, and that was a little challenging at first because we had to share office space for a bit, which okay. you know was interesting. Um, but I said, thank God we went through all of the really like heavy, hard stuff Mm -hmm. early, like in our relationship. Oh yeah. (laughs) And it's like, Oh my God, if we went through this, sharing an office is nothing, you know? So it it worked out really well. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. And she definitely, we balance each other really well. Right. So you know, I, you hear twin flames tossed around a lot. I, I, based (laughs) off of what I know, about twin flames, I would say that you and her are literally balance each other out. If I'm up, she's down, you know, um, I really feel like she's, you know, part of me. And, um, but in the same time, you know, we've gone through, uh, just, we've gone through some shit. (laughs) Like, I bet, you know, like to get where we're at, we've gone through so much stuff to get where we're at. And, um, and, and we're, I mean, we're, we're still, still here and things are good and you know what i mean um and that's so, the thing you guys grow st- stronger you know you guys um know that you guys have each other's back yeah. so that's good yeah so like i want to talk a little bit about that because i it seems to be a hot topic right now absolutely Again, it's, it goes in cycles it seems <laughs> yeah, it right does, it so does. everyone's like well actually it kind of makes sense though with what we were talking about with the energy shifting right mm-hmm. you have all these people who are like okay this wasn't working for me now I'm out looking for, you know, love again or whatever. When's yes. like, when's that person coming? Right. Yes. So talk to me a little bit about that, because I, I think everyone has a romanticized idea of what a twin flame is. Yes. And, um, you know, like perfect example. When I met my wife, it was mm-hmm. like honeymoon period for a really long time. Right. Yeah. And then when we started to go through stuff, it was like really really strong relationship testing things right absolutely you know stuff that i wouldn't want anyone else to have to go through if they didn't have to and um and and we got through it and my wife calls me out on my shit she's Mm -hmm. like you're being an asshole and i'm like (laughs) i am i'm sorry like you're like noted (laughs) yes i'm like okay all right harsh but okay um she's she's an aries she's very like fire oh, and she's blunt, blunt. And, yeah. yeah she's very blunt i like that though yeah like, we need uh, that yes yeah. i i need that 
you know like yeah. man that kind of that stings a little <laughs> yeah but i but i kind of like it right like yeah, i need absolutely. that um, you need somebody to call you out on your shit sometimes i do <laughs> no i really do no all truthfully. of us all but, of us not just you but it makes us like the reason why we're so good together is because of that keeping each other accountable and being because bl i'm blunt okay mm -hmm. um keeping each other accountable being blunt and then like i said we balance each other out quite well if mm -hmm. you know um like where she's not super strong on the business sense i've become very strong on the business sense and she's more mm -hmm. um you know from a, an aspect of being a teacher of yes. this is how you should look at trying to work this out and i'm like oh yeah. shit, i didn't think about that so we complement you know each other really well absolutely and that's um, what makes it work right mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's never been it's never been easy, right? Everything mm -hmm. has been a choice. Everything has been work and it's a, a choice to be together and and grow and get through those things. But yeah, so <laughs> can, can you talk about Yeah. You know, dispel and, some of the notion of the I'm going to it's Romeo and Juliet okay. you know, all the time. Right? Yeah. No, you know what? And I was going to say that cuz I was sitting down when I read the twin flame uh question, mm -hmm. spirit is all like, "Get the romance out of there, please." <laughs> so I was like, "Yes, for sure." Yeah. Because I remember when I was starting on my journey uh, with spirituality and then I started to awaken to the journey of Twin Flames, I was also thinking like, oh, this is Disney, you know? You're mm -hmm. perfect person or whatever. That's not the case. <laughs> it's not. Like, I wish I can. When people come and tell me and they're like, JJ, I want to meet my twin. I always tell them, I'm like, are you sure? Are you <laughs> sure for the work that you're about to do? Because <laughs> I'm like, it's no joke. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. Um, and it's not toxic. First of all, everybody thinks a twin flame is someone that it's toxic. A lot of people confuse that with karmic connections. That's not right. it. It's not violent, no domestic violence, nothing mm. like this. There's nothing putting you down. It's nothing that is degrading. It's nothing that is going to make you feel less than. If anything, right. the twin flame journey is going to empower you. It's going to help you become the best, the best version of who you are and who you're meant to be because they are your mirror. They are your reflection. The reason why people say it's so hard is because you have to face yourself. Yeah. Your twin, like you said, calls you out. They mirror things Absolutely. and they tell you, you are slacking. You're yep. procrastinating or there's more. And so they push you. They push you and that's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It is. A lot of us don't like the self-growth. A lot of us don't like to look in the mirror. A lot of us don't like to take accountability. Your twin is going gonna, is gonna to help you take accountability whether yeah. you like it or not. And that's why a lot of people run from the connection. They're like, no, 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 no. It's too intense. Yeah. But it's you facing you. And the beauty of it is that at the end of the journey, which I don't feel like there's an ending, but with time, you're going to see that you've become a totally different person. And it's a beautiful thing because, like I said, you are in your power. You stand in your truth. You stand mm -hmm. in your authenticity. You know who you are. It's like you come home to yourself. That is what the twin journey is. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think, oh, it's just romantic. It's not. Some people don't end up with their twin. Right. Yeah. And I've always looked at it, too, as like um, any kind of growth, like when you like when you uncovered um, divination and things, right? Mm -hmm. It's like. You didn't discover that you didn't learn anything new. You're just remembering who you are. Absolutely. You know I mean? mm -hmm. um, like even people who go to school for nursing and spend all that time learning nursing, like I believe they probably have been healers, obviously, many times before. Yeah. And they're just sort of remembering and pulling down that part that they need. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, listen, 
there's there's been some intense stuff i've done like past life regressions with my wife uh -huh. um and actually when we first met was we connected over spirituality and she was um doing i think it was a level two yeah she was learning her reiki level two and i had just get not i gotten out of a bad relationship where i ended it because i had a dream that i trusted was going to come true um for the first time ever in my life and i i went with my gut on that and it did come true oh, and wow. i was so upset and heartbroken about it that she was like listen i need to practice you know mm -hmm. distance reiki can yeah. i do that and i was like okay and from the moment you know we kind of had that connection energetically it was like oh this person seems familiar do you know what i mean yeah. Um, and then, you know, really the first time that we ever held hands, I was like, holy crap. Like I saw, like, sounds so cheesy. I saw like, <laughs> like no. literal sparks, you know, mm -hmm. um, it was really intense. Um, you know, and so, yeah, we, we, you know, connected over that. I'm losing my train of thought. We connected over that, that energy and, mm -hmm. and over Reiki and, that's what kind of, you know, put us on that path, right? Yeah. Um, to, to, to be where we are now. And it's, it's funny because you were, you were saying something about how like people look at a twin flame and they think like, oh my God, this is like the one, the perfect person for me, whatever. Yeah. If my wife was here, I guarantee you she would have said, <laughs> I'm the perfect one for you. Say it. <laughs> you know, like, yes. Yes, honey. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, exactly. With that tone, I am. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, she would be like, say it. I'm the best thing that ever happened to you. Okay. Yes. Calm down. <laughs> um, but, but you're right, though. Like, it, it really, anytime that we've ever run into something where we've butted heads, mm -hmm. it's been because whatever we were going through was forcing us to work through that, that part of ourselves that we don't want to do. Absolutely. Right. And like you said, you know, and I always tell people, not everyone, if you do happen to encounter your twin, mm -hmm. you know, really try to do the work because not everybody encounters them. Mm. It's very, it's a very small percentage of people who actually incarnate together. The twins incarnate together. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I understand it's very intense and I understand it's difficult but really try to look at your twin as literally yourself, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, because there's a lot of growth that comes with it. Um, and you're going to know who's your twin because the connection is there. Like you said, you know, you, you feel it, you know it. There is, there's no, you see signs about that person all the time mm -hmm. that remind you of them. Because there is uh, other connections too that you're going to see signs with soulmates as well. Mm -hmm. But with a twin, it's going to be intense. It's going to be like out of nowhere. You're like, wait, I wasn't even thinking about this person. Yeah. Why are they showing up? Because twins always show up in your life when you're ready to do the work. Mm -hmm. That's why spirit is like, okay, we're bringing this person in. You're ready to grow. You're ready to transform your life. That's why when you meet your twin, you go through an awakening. Mm -hmm. And some people go through the awakening before meeting their twin or the twin comes in during the awakening. But it's because you're li you're living a life that is not authentic to you. So your guides are like, you need to get it together because you're not tapping into the best version of yourself. Right. And so this person comes in to kind of wake you up like you're settling. What are you doing? You know, and so that's why it's hard because it's that paradigm shift that that shift of like, you know what? I was comfortable here or this was my identity for so long.
Yeah. And this person comes in and you're like, wait, no, it's not anymore. And that's when you mm -hmm. start making all these shifts. And then you're like, I want to push this person away because <laughs> thanks to this person, you know, I'm doing all these shifts. But it's not the person. It's, you know, the soul contract and the mirror that right. you're wanting to grow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, um, God. So <laughs> I knew my wife before the Reiki thing. Uh -huh. Um, when we very first met, we were at a party and she at the time, so my boys are my step boys, mm -hmm. uh, but I've been around since they were like, I don't know, two and three or something, right? They're your boys. Yeah, they're my boys. Yeah. So we were at a party and mm -hmm. her and her husband at the time were sitting like across the room mm -hmm. and I had walked in and sat down and I think it was like New Year's or something. And um, one of the boys was born, the other one was not. And the one who was born, Aiden, um, mm -hmm. who's on the autism spectrum that I've talked about a bunch. Um, mm -hmm. he left their side, ran over, jumped in my lap and hugged me Aww. and went, daddy. And I was like, what the, f <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and I like literally, cause I, at the time, so, yeah. you know, when her and I got involved, I think I was probably like 24. This okay. was like maybe 21 ish. Right. Ooh. And so I'm 20, 21 year old me was like, uh, yeah, I don't want a family or anything <laughs> so anyway so i like yeah. i hugged him like i hugged mm -hmm. him and i was like uh i'm like i said to to tim you know their dad i said uh i swear to god i've never met your wife before i have no <laughs> idea why your son just jumped in my lap and called me daddy yeah. um i'm like and I, I literally you know said to out loud i said um i know i've never slept with anybody here so <laughs> like what's going on right yeah absolutely. um and so yeah like that's that was sort of like our very first real interaction right which His is crazy we met you. through a friend right mm -hmm. um and then actually fast forward a number of years um when they moved here where i'm where we're at now um he actually aiden actually said to me hey dad and i'm like yeah and he goes how come when we first met you didn't remember me and i was like i think i did i just for i just forgot or mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it felt very comfortable. I was very attached to the kids right away. I mean, right oh, away, wow. just even just as friends, right? When we were just friends, yeah. I mean, I was very, very attached. Um, so, but I thought how strange, you know, yes. how strange that is. Um, but kids are more in tune with spirit. So it makes sense that he would just recognize yeah. you right away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was very strange. And I thought, I well, that's that interesting. Story. Thank you well, for sharing. You're, you're talking about the catalyst of like, yeah. You know, hey, your twin flame is going to come along because it's like you're in a situation that's not maybe mm -hmm. great for you, which yep. you know, I think that she was. Um, and it's part of the journey, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen, I'm I'm grateful. I'm super grateful that she was able to meet, you know, their dad and, and all everything that they ever went through, because it's what obviously made the boys and made Absolutely. her who she is and made them mm -hmm. who they are to this point, you know, and um, everything, you know, happens that way. So I've never had Absolutely. any kind of like. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, I can't stand, you know, whatever. I'm like, no, I, I, I like I love that person, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, it it was the catalyst that that sort of maybe forced us both out of situations because I have no idea mm -hmm. if I hadn't sort of latched on to that family, like pre-made family mm -hmm. situation. I have no idea like what I'd be doing now. I really don't. And I, you know, I don't think she was super um, content where she was. And, and so... Yeah you know, everything worked out, but, but yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, you came to wake her up to yeah. be like, there's more, there's more to life out there, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's absolutely crazy. So <laughs> speaking about waking up, right? Yes. I know that things go in cycles, mm-hmm. right? And so I feel like we're sort of on the upswing again of um, the collective, more mm-hmm. people kind of like coming, you know, to and, and remembering and getting into this stuff. You see a lot of like old is new. It's yes. like, mm-hmm. you know, between, you know, using tea, which is really just, you know, herbal medicine, right? That mm-hmm. you're brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, all the all the old arts and all the um, you know discovery of oh our ancestors did X Y and Z and mm-hmm. it's like we're we're not there yet but we're going to be finding out I think a lot more yes. um, over the next couple decades that will be very exciting um, mm-hmm. but so more people are waking up more people are looking for guidance more people are um, trying to seek out right mm-hmm. people like you to help them steer them in a direction and give them answers and kind of make them um unafraid right yes um like how is that a how has that affected things i mean obviously you've seen growth because of it but do you feel like does it feel different it feels different it does it feels different i even see my clientele has also changed Mm -hmm. and i've seen it it's like um i feel many of us are in a well on a collective level everybody is their their consciousness is elevating Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are now discovering that they are alchemists. They okay. are magicians. They can alter their life. They can live the life that they wanted to live. I feel like people had that conditioning of like, I couldn't, I was limited. Um, things had to do or be this way. And I feel like people are waking up to that, to their roots, to, um, you know, who they are. And so people are more, like you said, they're coming in with, they're wanting reassurance. They're wanting Mm -hmm. to know like everything's going to be okay because they are taking more leaps, but there's going to be a lot more uh, businesses as well. People stepping into their power. That's going to be a big one. And Mm -hmm. people just wanting to be free, whatever that means in their life. Cause of course that's going to be different for everybody. I always say this, but yeah, the, the collective is is shifting a Mm -hmm. lot. I feel like this is something that I talk about. Like, I like to talk about Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. Like, I love conspiracy (laughs) stuff. I love, like, the really out there stuff, too. Mm -hmm. But I I feel like, um, like, what's going on in the world right now, right, with Mm -hmm. Ukraine and Russia? I I feel like this is going to be a unifying event Mm -hmm. instead of it sort of being, like, and when I say unifying, I don't just mean, like, everybody showing support for, you know, people who are going through it. I mean... I, I've always felt that like people don't want war anymore, regardless of the reason. Like, I don't care. Before there was always justification. Well, this person did this thing. They're evil. We need to retaliate or something because it's the justest thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like, um, I feel like collectively though, people are like, we're done with punishing people for things that have nothing to do with those people. Does, that make, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like people are stepping more into the vibration of love. Yes, exactly. Love and compassion. Yeah, exactly. Like wanting to address certain things from a place of not violence, not from Mm -hmm. a place of, you know, aggression or war. You know, people are wanting to use different tactics, if you will. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that goes, that's going to spill over even with our day to day conversations with people. I feel like we're going to be more understanding of people's Mm -hmm. differences, choices, uh, their own vision as well, which is good. I feel like we need that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what's what's fascinating about that is, you know, my, my son mm-hmm. that has autism. So what I have read and what I've learned over the last little while mm-hmm. is that typically 
kids that are on the spectrum, you know, of any kind are seem to be very like heart chakra centered. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that he's really just naturally good at is he doesn't have judgment of others in any way, shape or form. It's, it's mm -hmm. only a filter of love. You know, Absolutely. does he get, does he get mad sometimes? Of course he does. Mm -hmm. Um, but when it comes to viewing other people, mm -hmm. right. Um, he just has this, this beautiful filter of love there that, mm -hmm. um, in this wisdom that's naturally like baked in. And mm -hmm. somebody told me once that the, the reason why there's, you see such an occurrence of autism in, in other spectrum related things now, so many, like it, it keeps going down to like one, it's like one in five or six now or something. Mm -hmm. It used to be like one in 14, a couple of years back is because those kids and those people mm -hmm. are here to help shepherd us into that age of, of love. Like they're bringing in, um, they're bringing in souls that are already attuned to that energy Absolutely. to help, to help raise it up. And mm -hmm. I, I, when I read that, I was like, that makes a hell of a lot of sense to me. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought it was really interesting. So I, I do try it to is. sort of look at it through that lens, right? On a, on a regular basis. I try to, I try to think like, how, how would he look at this? You know, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's really fascinating. So it is. I find it fascinating. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I think if, if things move and continue to move in that direction, which I, I think they will, um, it's like, man, is this like, is this the heaven on earth that people talk about? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, where it, like people say, oh yeah, when this happens, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's going to be heaven on earth. And it's like, isn't that kind of what it is? Like yeah. if we're all working together and we're all like from, coming from a place of love and not scarcity and not fear, isn't, is that not mm -hmm. like what we want? Right. Exactly. In order yeah. for us to do that, to do that as well, we also have to know who we are. We also have to also step into our authenticity. And that's why there's a lot of twin flames coming into union in summertime. There's a lot mm -hmm. of them that are already as well. Spring and summer is going to be a big shift as well in the collective with them because they're going to come in, step in mm -hmm. and like bring a whole shift as well for us. It's yeah, like, so. it's really exciting. I, I know. Is. I mean, you're obviously you're sensitive to the energy too, but I tell people all the time, I said, um, everyone was all bummed out because of 2021. And I, and when we came into 2022, I said, I feel like 2022 is going to be one of the best years that I've ever yes. had, but not just me, like collectively, I think yes. 2020, I like, it's like espresso. The energy oh, feels yeah. like espresso to yes, me. It's really exactly. high, like exciting. Yes. And how can you be excited when all this is going on and look what's going on in, in the Ukraine? I'm like, I understand. But in the but big picture, shift. Yes. there's something going on. That's yes. That's why I changed the name of the podcast to back to the shift podcast. It was the first name I picked originally mm -hmm. with, uh, I came up with it with somebody who was a Twitch streamer. Okay. And um, we kind of parted ways. And I said, well, I don't want to use it after that because it's kind of something that we sort of came up with together. Mm -hmm. And then I, I started getting just a ton of synchronicities over about three weeks of, you know, shift, shift, shift. I kept hearing shift, 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 shift. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, all right, I got it. I'll switch it back. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I always came up with like different acronyms for what shift would stand for. So it was like sharing human insights for tomorrow, like That's spiritual so cool. healing through future timelines. Like, I don't know. Either way. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I got it. I heard the message. I'll switch <laughs> it. Right. So yeah. you're the first podcast under that name. 
Hey, um, what an honor. Yeah, Thank no, you. it's cool. <laughs> and the one I had before, I, I was like, it literally was named the IDK podcast. And it was, I don't know, felt cute, might delete later. Uh-huh. Little did I realize that I actually, like, that's exactly kind of what happened. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to pick for the name, so I'm going to name it. I don't know. And then felt cute, <laughs> might delete. I'm like, it actually is like gone kind of, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, just crazy. Um, but yeah, so it, it, it's cool. Um, I, I think there's so many more people like the tarot category on Twitch mm-hmm. and even just tarot uh, stuff available on YouTube has grown immensely um, in yes. people that are, are like expressing that. And so I want to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about just, you know, what, what you do. Like I said, I know that you do Reiki. I know that you have candles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and some other things, but obviously tarot is kind of the thing that has really yes. helped you get to where you're at. So can we talk a little bit about what you do? Cause you don't, you don't read the way that most people read in my opinion. Oh, thank you. I hear right? that a lot, which I find it so interesting. Cause I never know what people mean <laughs> when they say that. So can you tell me what do you mean by that? Um, like I don't read like anybody else. Yeah. So like I had like, okay. So there was someone in the community, the one that actually introduced me to you. Mm-hmm. Gave me a couple of things that she wanted to make sure that I asked you right when we got to this part of of the segment, and I was like, yeah, I I, I think I would have ended up there organically. So one of the things was, you seem like you seem like you have a really really strong connection to not just your guides, but almost like um, like the collective mm-hmm. guide if that makes sense yes. like your stuff <laughs> the way that you get messages and the way that you read because I, I know a lot of people that just like read one deck they just pull uh-huh. a deck and they read it and they pull a deck and they read it and and you mix together cards from different things and i think i'm kind of mm-hmm. like okay so like what made you decide that do you just go off of intuition as you're you're pulling you just decide you know i want some from here because it feels right or <laughs> do you have like a plan where it's no. like like some no. people do spreads, right? <laughs> yes. And I don't like, like spreads. <laughs> I don't either. I don't like them. Um, I don't even listen. I used to pull, I used to pull cards and do some streaming stuff on Twitch, mm-hmm. uh, mainly like Oracle stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I can't even tell you a little bit of what I've learned of what the cards mean is from watching stuff from you, but I really don't know. Okay. Whenever I would do readings, I would just look at the cards and either I would channel information or like see stuff in the pictures like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, or I wouldn't, but I couldn't honestly tell you mm-hmm. like, oh, this is what this is. And this, I never, I never went that far into learning the like hard coded meanings of this is what this is supposed to be. Uh, um, I just sort of would just get messages about it. Um, absolutely. I don't read guidebooks. Yeah. I tarot, I did not learn from any book or anything. It was mm-hmm. just intuitively and a little bit of research in YouTube, things like that. When I was starting, um, to dive into tarot. But usually everything that I do is intuitive, okay. everything to what I pick. That's why sometimes at the beginning of my YouTube, you would see that I would be like, oh, for this pile, I feel called to maybe I didn't pull from that card. I mean, from that specific set for pile number one, but I feel for you guys, I should. Mm-hmm. So it's all intuitive. And yes, I heard a lot of people say that. Interestingly enough, a lot of people dream about my channel which yep. I find so interesting because a lot of people are like, I find you only through my dream. I found you through my dreams. And I'm like, that's, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> that's creepy. But they always tell me that they're like, JJ, I dreamt about your channel. And so I just put it on YouTube and there you were. 
And I was like, oh, okay. Or a lot of people tell me, yeah, you came to visit me last night in my dream. You were reading for me. Uh-huh. So it's so interesting how you say it seems like you're very connected to the collective. Yeah. Because um, I feel like it's my moon in Aquarius mm-hmm. that I feel like because Aquarius rules the collective. That really helps me with that. But I feel like it's all intuitive. I can't tell you it's because I feel like my strongest gift is actually claircognizance, which is just inner knowing. It's yep. just like, I'm like, I had to do this or I had to do that or I had to pull this. But it's my guides are so even people who read for me, they're like, I can't tell you, JJ. It's just so many people. You're like a phone. People always tell me that or you're a bridge. Yeah. It's like just so many people. It's people step in. Yep. Sometimes they're spirits. Sometimes it's my own guide. Sometimes it's other people's guides. Sometimes it's their ancestors, my ancestors. Mm-hmm. And I can read you a little bit about everything. Without me, I, I honestly did not. How do I know astrology? Very little. I did not study it. Right. Runes, I did not study them, but I can also, I have cards with runes. Um, right. A lot of different. I can do cardomancy, Lenormand, Oracle, Tarot. Like, there's just so much. It's just intuitive. I can't really pinpoint what it is, but I've heard a lot of people say that I read very differently. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. like I said, I think... Um... I think a lot of, and there's nothing wrong with this, but I think a lot of the readers that I used to watch and stuff before I found Mm -hmm. your channel um, were very systematic. Like this is the spread. This is where they go. This is what they mean is very like logical, Mm -hmm. not as much uh, just sort of like feeling it. Right. It was very like, like systematical. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that they weren't accurate or good or anything it's just no, it's just different um it feels like the way you read is more uh like flowy yes i freestyle it yeah. I, <laughs> I if you ever do a reading where you actually freestyle that would be <laughs> jj's dropping an album there you go <laughs> you know what? Uh, jokes aside, everybody always tells me that I should, uh, but no, <laughs> that'd be that'd be interesting though. And if I do, I'll be the first one to tell you, you okay. and your wife. <laughs> I could see you doing like maybe guided meditations and stuff. That would be cool. I do know? on Patreon. Oh, do you? Yeah. I'll see, I, I've I didn't know that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yes, um, but no, I don't like spreads. Um, I feel like they're too restricting. Yeah. And I'm more of like, I, I don't fit in a box. I don't fit in a label. Don't put me in a label. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm a little bit more than just a tarot reader or a Reiki healer. Yeah, so that's why I don't do spreads. Because I'm like, I don't know. They don't. Yeah, it's it's like when I, so I was writing like a small description, right? Because I'm in the mm-hmm. middle of like wrapping up my website because I had to change the name and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was writing description and I started to write it. And I can't tell you how many times as I was writing it, even even reading your own description, I kept hearing mm-hmm. in my head like, "I'm a lot more than this. Like yeah. this is this is what I have to put out there because I have to show something to the world. Like yes. this is who I am. But like, you're so much more than that that it doesn't even yeah. do it justice. Exactly. And, and so I, I kept hearing that, and it was making me chuckle because <laughs> I'm like, I know, like yeah. I know this, right? Mm-hmm. But I have to put something down too. Yes, yes right? because people like labels. Let's yes. be honest. People like labels and things that they cannot understand or they cannot fit in a box. Right. You know, if people don't, sometimes don't take it well. So right. that's why me too. When I put a description out there, I'm like, well, I have to put, I'm a tarot reader or I yeah. have to put this so people can, yeah. I, I love the intuition stuff though that you're talking about because again we talked about it earlier right you a siren goes by you're like i feel like this is really urgent like i love mm-hmm. that you just like pull 
like what's going around. <laughs> you know, before I did this um, podcast last night, my wife uh -huh. goes, you know, you have to wear my grandfather's ring when you do this podcast. Right. And I said, I know I already heard it. <laughs> I already planned on doing it. And then I was actually um, doing some energy cleansing in here before mm -hmm. we started. Mm -hmm. And I heard, don't forget about the ring. I'm like, I know. Like I'm aware. <laughs> right? um, I have yeah. like, a, I have a little bit of all, uh, like all the clairs, I would say, oh, but nice. I haven't tried to really focus in and, and like really grow any of them. It's just mm -hmm. stuff. I just like stuff happens or it doesn't, yeah. if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but this particular um, ring, which I will show you and it's going to cause. It's so beautiful. It's a Freemason ring. Oh, and you know what? I, <laughs> kid you not. Okay. Kid you not. I was getting ready. I was blow drying my hair and I kept getting Freemason. And I was like, yeah, I know my dad. I know my dad, but I was like, what about my, my dad? Why is that coming up? And now you're mentioning it. Yeah. So yeah. my wife's grandfather was uh -huh. a Freemason um, and her mom was going to like donate. She was like, oh, we found this old jewelry or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's like, we're just going to drop it off at Goodwill. And I, and we were there at, at her mom's house and I said, what is it? And she's like, you know, she brought it in, she, and she showed it to me and I said, you can't get rid of that. And I said, I don't care whether it's Freemason or not. I'm like, that's so super cool. It has like a lot of, like it's handcrafted, you can tell. Yes. And I said, this is the first time this has really ever happened to me. I held it and I started to get a ton of information about it mm. and about her grandfather. So I started to tell her about it and she was confirming it like, oh yeah, you know? And I was yeah. like, well, that's interesting. And then um, I had a reading from someone local here who's a medium and they said, when you really want to sit down and like, get things done in your business you mm -hmm. need to wear that ring like when you're gonna when it's time to do work mm -hmm. you need to wear this ring because it's the the ring of a builder like Absolutely. it's a builder's ring mm -hmm. and so i've i've done that um occasionally i get like smoke he was a smoker i'll smell smoke mm -hmm. and now when i'm not wearing the ring and i smell smoke i'm like i know <laughs> like <laughs> it's when i'm procrastinating yeah. something yeah. I'm like i'll mm -hmm. smell it and i'm like I feel like he's standing over my shoulder. Like you realize that you should be doing this instead of you this. You should right? be working. Yes. Yes. I know. I'm aware. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> right? um, so yeah, it's been interesting. So like I have cool. an easy time connecting with stuff like that. It just, it just seems to flow, you know, mm -hmm. but I have a hell of a time around connecting with my, my guides. Like I know people, maybe I do it and I just don't know it. But like, mm -hmm. I know people who are like, oh yeah, I know my guides. These are their names. This is what they look like. You know, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I, there's a guide that I connected to that once I realized uh, my friend Jody, who was the medium, um, told me about it. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Um, his name though, she goes, his name is Trigger Happy Jackie. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she's so like, yeah, he's, he's like got a really good sense of humor. He's like a little cowboy that sits on your shoulder, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and like is just like the like old school western like clint eastwood mm -hmm. kind of badass whatever mm -hmm. and i'm like i love westerns so i'm like all right that kind of makes sense right yeah and um and so she told me that name which i was like oh my god i'm like what? i almost thought like who names these guides right like, that's ridiculous <laughs> it sounds so silly right and that's the thing we give them names too like i feel like they give us names because again we want to put things in a box right yeah but i don't pick up my guides like that how how does all. that like how do you connect with your guides and, and is there like 
tips you can give to help people maybe try to connect with theirs? Because it's something I I struggle with. Like a, like a typical meditation, I, people tell me, well, just meditate and meditate on your guides and they'll come to you. And I'm like, I don't think you, like, I can't sit. <laughs> I can't sit and meditate like this <laughs> yeah, quietly yeah. in a corner, yeah. in, you know, in, yeah. in sit lotus position. I can't do it. Yeah. I meditate if I'm moving, like if I walk. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Or I get a lot of stuff in the shower. Yes, because you're connected to water. Water is a conduit for spirit. Yes. Yeah. I have a lot of earth and water in my chart. And when I'm around those things, I seem to get a lot of information or like solutions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I, if I sit, I can't do it. My brain is so overactive most of the time mm-hmm. that if I sit and it's quiet, then my brain goes, finally. Let's <laughs> fill <laughs> in the gaps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now's my time to, <laughs> yeah, to shine right uh, there. Yeah. yeah. But like, so yeah, what is that? Like, what does it feel like? I don't know. Um, I feel like everybody's experience is a little different. So I just want to kind of like hear about how you do it. And yeah. um, I know that you sometimes give, you know, uh, guidance in your readings of how people can do it. Yes. But like, I mean, what does it even feel like for you? Like, how do you know? Or does for it just me, happen? For me, um, at the beginning, it would just happen. Mm-hmm. And usually does because I'm a person. You said it yourself. Any, and I always say it. Anything that happens in a reading is for the people in the reading whoever's receiving the reading so like you said i pick up from here there there was to be a crow in my window i would be like that's important listen Mm -hmm. to that um so when i connect with my guides is i write a letter i communicate with them i'm like i want to talk when i used to start at the beginning because i could never meditate yeah i'm not the person that would just sit there also and just like quiet my mind that that was not gonna happen i have mercury in, in virgo it's not gonna happen um, so what I would do is I would write, I would write and I would automatic write. So I would okay. just let it, and you will see it on Instagram. I'll be like, Oh, this came through and I wrote it down and then I'll transcribe it. Um, so that's the way I connect with them, but I'm very clairsentient. So usually what happens is I'll get chills. That's the first thing. And I know who's my guide, depending on the side of, of the body that I'm getting my chills from. Okay. So if they're coming from the left side, then I know that's my higher self or that is, as well as any of my other spiritual guys. If it's from my right side, then I'm like, it's from my ancestors. Oh. Uh, yeah. And I also, another tip for you guys to connect with your guides would be tell them, ask them to give you a sign. Tell them specifically, what do you want? So if you mm-hmm. want to see a crow, tell them, I want to know you're here with me. I want to see crows. And they'll show you them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they will. Or you can ask them for names. Some people like to know the names. So go ahead and ask them and see one name. Oh, cute. Sorry, to see she's... what name um, popped up constantly. Maybe all of a sudden you're going to hear a lot of clients named Tony. Or you're going to mm-hmm. hear uh, on the radio, oh, Tony again. Or this, oh, my friend Tony. And you're like, oh, Tony's popping up. And we forget. That's why it's important to journal. Because right. we're like, why is that name popping up? But we forgot that we asked what was their name. <laughs> so always remember that. Yeah, well, and like. That's how I connect with them. I don't know. It's in, it, but it's interesting to me that um, it's such a simple thing, and maybe that's maybe that's the problem, right? Is a lot of people probably, including myself, overthinker, mm-hmm. uh, just overcomplicates it instead yes. of just asking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that there's been times. I don't know if you've ever done this, but it's it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I, I like to like I like to play with spirit, if that makes sense. Hey, keep and, it fun. <laughs> yeah, and so there's times yeah. where I've gotten into my car. Mm-hmm. And I know that my playlist on Spotify is going to shuffle mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Yeah. Or like iTunes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, okay, I want guidance on this. 
Yes. Show it to me in the music. And a lot of times, I mean, I've because I've tested this, okay, yes. where I'll get a song title, not necessarily the words, but just the title. And I'll literally start hitting the button to flip through the songs and let mm -hmm. it go skip ahead. And I've gotten full sentences, almost like paragraphs yes. that I can apply. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> the people I know who are, who are into this kind of stuff, I said, uh, I know it's the way it works. Mm -hmm. I I know that I'm able to tap into it. And I said, but every time it happens, I'm still a kid. I'm like, this is Absolutely. the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You see me on my readings. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I was just talking about this. And the card comes out and I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I said it. Like, you know, you're that little kid that you're like, I can't believe it. You know, yeah. I picked up on this before. You still get shocked. And I do the same thing with the music shuffle. That's a perfect way. Some people use a book. You get a book, like a just book flip. like this. Yeah, and you're like, okay, I want guidance on this. And then you turn the page and then mm -hmm. you read and there's your answer. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, so there's a lot that you can do. And I, my favorite is always music. That's mm -hmm. my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, it's really center. fun. I, I, mm -hmm. I don't know what possessed me to try it one time, but I did. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, your it's actually did. working. Like, yeah, it was kind of like, <laughs> holy crap. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I do get a lot of stuff from, from music. And then uh animal guides a lot absolutely a lot. Animal I have, yes that's actually my um i think you have the deck actually um i'm I trying to so think many. <laughs> I, I have a is it crans last name oh. crans k-r-a-n-s is not the one from colette baron reed no no the remember. one that has like a deer in the front no no it is hold on sorry let me look because that's another thing. Anyone who wants to connect with your guides, a lot of people think that it has to be a formal thing. Yep. Like it has to be a ritualistic thing or it has to be done in a certain way. Look at your guides as like your friend. Like mm -hmm. enjoy it. You don't have to be so serious about it. You can have fun with them, you know, but you have to invite them in because we always say this is free will. And if you don't invite them in, they're not going to step in. I mean, they're going to be there like watching but they need your i totally just dump cards all oh, over the back oh yes it's animal the animal spirit, spirit. uh-huh from um, the wild unknown kim i was close it was k-r-a-n-s not z but um, yeah from the wild unknown creator right yeah mm -hmm. i i love this deck so much oh, me too. Um, i connect with animals quite well as my cat is literally walking back and she's cold because she has no hair um, <laughs> she's like dad i'm freezing um but yeah, I really, I really love this one a lot. And a lot of times when I've pulled cards from it, mm -hmm. um, I've seen whatever that animal is yes. so, like out in the wild and things too, um, which has been really cool. Yes, and, I uh, love animal totems. My dad, when I was little, he gave me the first book he ever gave me was uh, a book of just the animals, like all the animals of the world. And I remember I will love that book. And Till this day, I when I see an animal, I'm like, oh, they're talking about this. They're talking about that. <laughs> Do you have <laughs> pets? How? No, Do I don't. Because like I yeah. live in an apartment, I we're not allowed to. Oh, I, I, I was curious if you if you were uh, if you had pets, are you more of a dog or a cat person? I like both, but yeah. um, a German Shepherd. My son really? will kill me if you didn't see. <laughs> My son will be like, Mom, you always wanted one. Yes, a German Shepherd. I had one when I was little. I had two actually. Well. Uh, just to give you some some confirmation, uh, literally right before I jumped on here, as I was working on my other business, we were doing a, a design for somebody for 
um, for a promotion called Donuts for Dogs. And it's it's not what it sounds like. They're actually soap. <laughs> it's for a soap okay. company. And the soap uh -huh. looks like a donut and it smells uh -huh. like a donut. Mm -hmm. But uh, a dollar of every uh, soap sold goes to the local canine unit at the police station. Oh. And the image that we made uh -huh. um, for everything actually has a, a German Shepherd on it. No! So... <laughs> Um, so that's, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. And you know, it's so cool that I always said that my German shepherd, I'm going to get it trained Yeah. by the canine unit. Yeah. I, so I know somebody, mm -hmm. if you, if you, if you don't know where to get one, I can uh -huh. probably help you because one of the, actually he was on the third podcast I did about crystals. Uh, mm -hmm. one of my good friends that's in my community, his name's Wally. He's uh -huh. a professional, uh, animal trainer and he's worked with like oh. big animals, like, like mm -hmm. lions and tigers and like big cats and stuff. But he, he's, okay. um, a dog trainer by trade and oh, okay. he probably knows of like good places. He's, he's out in, um, he's out in North Carolina, but he probably knows okay. good, good, uh, connections, you know, to find like really good trained, um, you know, dogs pets. so nice thank yeah. you yes i will reach out when i when i'm ready because i'm in the process of hopefully by the end of the year i should be able to look to have one oh mm -hmm. <laughs> i love that confirmation <laughs> isn't that funny yeah i was literally like a half an hour before we jumped on here See, that's was... my animal spirit being like she's coming in <laughs> yeah. very very protective um yeah. let me see uh, I want to talk about how to book services with you too. Um, okay. But I want to, can I pull a card for you? Go ahead. I want to show you this deck because it's hilarious. This is okay, my favorite deck of all time. Have you ever heard of the Rebel deck? Oh, yeah. I have two copies of it. Yes. And I, had is... to, I would love to use it on YouTube, but it's too, YouTube is very like, you can't say bad words. So It's my favorite deck. When I <laughs> was doing Twitch streaming, this is the uh -huh. deck that I used because it's like, my wife said this too. She's like, that's my personality in a deck. And I'm like, mine too. Like, yeah. it's really funny. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm now I'm a little nervous. I'm like, is this going to just tell you something really horrible? It's okay. I don't take it personal. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. If it needs to call me out, it'll call me out. Don't worry about it. Don't but worry. I, I, the thing that I liked about it was um, the people who, you know, who were coming by, I was, I was actually just like amazed um, at, how many times you know something would come out and they're like mm. they're like i needed to hear that yeah you know? and it yeah. just seemed very uh that's kind of like twin on. flame energy yeah like you don't want to hear it but this is what you need yeah well see and that's the thing like i like i said i'm, I'm pretty blunt usually like to to a fault Capricorn in a way i hurt my wife's feelings sometimes because i i'm too blunt with what i'm saying like there's not yeah. enough maybe compassion in the delivery because i just it just comes out before i have a chance to like <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, like I almost need to shut up and just think about it for about like 30 seconds before I say it, mm -hmm. but I'm used to just kind of dumping it out there. So my cat is helping. She just nudged Aww. the deck. Okay, and we got a jumper. <laughs> what is it? It okay, says, <laughs> it says whatever you're thinking about, don't do it. Oh. Now is not the fucking time. There we go. I was just thinking, like, because you keep saying Twitch, and my son keeps telling me, you should, Mom, he's been telling me for the past year to open Twitch. Yeah. Open a Twitch, and I'm like, I don't think it's time yet. I don't think it's time yet, and the card comes up. Well, there you go. <laughs> I, I will say, like, mm -hmm. I think this is selfish, selfishly. Mm -hmm. um, 
I would love to see you on Twitch because I think it would be fun. Uh, um, and it's it's cool to interact with people when it's live and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it would definitely probably take you a little out of your comfort zone because there's no editing, right? It's just, it's, it's all what you get. I think um, I have to come to you to guide me because I have no idea how to work that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a little crazy, but it's fun. It's definitely fun. Um, but I, I feel like um I feel like you haven't really even scratched the surface with YouTube yet, truly. Like yeah. that sounds weird to say because yeah. I'm like, holy crap, you have over forty seven thousand followers, which is just insane to me. Okay. Um, but I feel like I feel like I feel like you're gonna hit a hundred K. I want to. That's my goal. That's my like, goal. Is your is it your goal to hit it this year? Yes, my goal was to hit it this year. I heard that before we did the podcast. Oh, I, I like looked at it and I thought you're gonna hit 100k this year. Oh, that would be great because like because I've been wanting to. That's like one of my. That's my own personal kind of like. Okay, you made yeah. it. You made it good on YouTube. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen. If you want to compare uh, subscriptions or followers or whatever, I can I can boost your ego really really well. <laughs> 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 so I'm just saying. Things change with perspective, right? Like you're like, God, I remember when I only had like 50 bucks in the bank. And then it's like, oh my God, do you remember when I only had 50 bucks in the bank? Like that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. You're like 47, man. Man, I really feel like I could do better. You're you I feel like you're wired like I am, where I always want to do better. I always, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, it's a Capricorn in me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Um, but I think that um um so in the marketing business, right? Mm -hmm. And in entrepreneurship. A lot of times what a business coach would say is find that one thing that like you're really, really good at and that's your niche and don't don't expand too much outside of that until you know that you've really tapped out that one thing. And I feel like you haven't really even scratched the surface with YouTube. It might feel like it, mm-hmm. but I feel like you, you haven't because um, with so many people, you know, uh, waking up and and seeking things like your audience the audience available to come find you is huge right yeah it's just a matter of getting in front of them in some way and as a marketing guy yeah you can Mm -hmm. get in front of people organically you know to a point sometimes you have to pay to play depending on the platform Mm -hmm. but i think um using some of those other things to get people to your youtube like tiktok is a great one um, just because there's so many there's so many eyeballs on it right yeah um to funnel people to that, to grow that. Right. Mm -hmm. And because you have an endless amount of content there at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, and every, most people know this, right. And you talk about this a lot, but it's all quantum. The first Mm -hmm. couple of readings I ever saw of yours were not recent readings. They were maybe a year old or something like Mm -hmm. that. Right. And, but they were dead on for what I was going through and that happens Mm -hmm. a lot. Right. So, you know, if you think about that, you have this whole library of content on YouTube that is you've been creating over the last couple of years and there's mm-hmm. a ridiculous amount of people who you know when they find you for the first time are going to get exactly what they need regardless of how old that is because it's timeless mm-hmm. you know yes. so 47 may feel like a lot it's it's tiny mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things it's tiny yeah. so i i think you're gonna hit i really do i think you're gonna hit 100k this year thank you so, if i do i'll come to you okay i'll be like we'll celebrate with your wife yeah there you go (laughs) there you go so talk about that being said Mm -hmm. let's talk about how people can can get i guess first tell me i know you do different readings right 
Yes. Um, and I know this because I've gotten them myself. So I know what you do. But Thank to the people you. listening, tell us how they can find you, how they can schedule things, what you offer. Yes. Um, how can we support you other than obviously liking and subscribing on YouTube? <laughs> so I also have a Patreon. I have Instagram. Um, I do have TikTok as well. And mm. soon I will be having my podcast as well. Oh, so, yeah. I'm Sweet. so excited. <laughs> Thank you. I have you over on my podcast. Sure. Thank you. Um, but you can find my services on my website, which is JJ's Constellation with an S, JJ's Constellation.com. Um, and I have different types of services. I have readings, meet your guides readings. I have the year ahead reading, which comes from December all the way till January of every year. Mm -hmm. I also have one question, two question, three question readings. I have past life readings. Um, and right now I have twin flame readings as well. I also do Reiki. I have oils. I have candles. I have decks. And I have t-shirts. <laughs> I have t-shirts as well um, that I have not put out, but they will be going up very, very soon. Um, I also have... Usually I have classes and webinars as well. They're always in my in my website, jjsconstellation.com. Mm -hmm. Your classes that you have, are yes. they um like if I were to sign up with them, you know, today, do I get mm -hmm. access to the to like a course and I can go through that at my own pace? Or is it stuff that you're sort of like, okay, we're gonna do a class on this day and it has to be live? Um, yes, but they are all recorded and they mm -hmm. are sent out. So, cause I do have clients that they're from different parts of the world and the timing doesn't work for them. Yeah. So I do have a set time and date mm -hmm. and I'm there in front of the class and I'm answering questions and everything. So we're engaging and I'm recording. And then if for whatever reason you cannot make it, I will send the recording out to you. Regardless whether you're there, you still get the recording for you to revisit the information again. Do do people then get access to the previous information too or or no? It depends. Okay. Uh, for my tarot courses, yes, they did get a PDF mm -hmm. um, with kind of like bullet points of what I was going to be touching on and for them to have as like a reference uh, book, if you will. Uh -huh. A lot of them created like a folder or a binder with that information. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I've, I've talked to a lot of people about creating uh, like content courses where, you know, let's say you have a 12 video series where you're going to start at this point and end at this point and teach something. Mm -hmm. And that content is evergreen and exists out there. And, and whether I sign up for that now, or I sign up that from a year from now, I can still learn that thing at that time and go mm -hmm. through the content. And it's something that you create one time, and then it mm -hmm. can continue to help and produce you know, obviously income if you're selling it absolutely without yeah. you having to do any more work at that point it's like almost automated right yes um so yeah i think um especially if you're doing that kind of stuff i think that's gonna i think that's gonna become a big thing too obviously and you you clearly have some like education teaching i mean you're you're like a natural teacher thank you so you know <laughs> so yeah I, I definitely think that that's gonna i think that's gonna blow up and, and be a good thing too Thank but yeah, I, I feel like YouTube, I, like I said, I, I know it seems like, um, um, like, oh, maybe I need to expand on these other like places to grow. And mm -hmm. I think it's a good idea to do that in order to funnel things, right? This is my yeah, marketing absolutely. brain. Mm -hmm. But I think that YouTube is where 
like that's that's right now that's your bread and butter like where everything is mm-hmm. so it's very helpful to, to do that i do think like little short little collective readings and little pick a cards and stuff like mm-hmm. i've been seeing you do on like uh, reels and tiktok i think that is going to be extremely good that was actually something that when i was streaming on twitch last year and i f- i first jumped on tiktok i was like mm-hmm. should do just short little things like daily a daily poll or something like that on tiktok yeah. i never explored it because i have a million other things that I want to do, mm-hmm. you know, for making a living. And it's not that, but I do enjoy it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that kind of stuff. I don't see much of it. I mean, there's some people doing it, but um, not a ton. I see a lot of people doing live, like much oh, yeah. like they would on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really cool. But yeah, so definitely if, if you've never gotten a reading from JJ, I, I actually had another reader tell me that sometimes when you're channeling that not, not, a personal reading just like general readings yeah like i really feel like she like taps into into like you and your wife's energy specifically sometimes and i was like it sure it certainly feels like it you know <laughs> um you know I, there'll be times it happened today too there'll be times where i'll be like man like today like man my head kind of hurts because of the sinus thing mm-hmm. and then like as we're listening to a reading it's like i feel like you have headaches a lot like as we're talking about it right and so like that kind of stuff happens a lot with your readings and us like Mm -hmm. little synchronicities like that i know um and yeah it's just it's just crazy but if you haven't had a reading one-on-one um definitely book one with jj because they're amazing um i watched and and did pick a cards and stuff for a really really long time um before i booked one and i was like you know what you provide so much um value you know, for free, um, that it really made me be like, I want to give back in some way, whether that's donating, whether that's scheduling a reading, whatever it is. Um, Mm -hmm. I like truly from the bottom of my heart, the last two years that, that we've been able to, to find your content has helped us so much. You don't even, I I couldn't even begin to explain it to you. Um, (laughs) I mean, truly, but it it really has, it's helped through a lot of stuff from, you know, my business transition and everything that happened with that and quitting the day job to, you know, just everyday stuff. Um, it's, it's really, really, really helped us a lot personally. Like, I feel like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm ever out that way or whatever, we need Thank to treat you. you and your husband to dinner or something because yes, it's, it's helped Where are you guys located? So in Ohio. Oh, I think you guys were here in Cali. Mm-mm. No, mm-hmm. I live out in the middle of nowhere. The literally the population's like 6,000 people. Oh, oh it's so very it's a small, small population. See, it's but I've small. always wanted to live in a in a small in a small place. It's nice. It I'm is. not I'm not a big city guy. It's uh, I empath too much, <laughs> like big groups, you know. Yeah. I like to kind of be away yeah. from it a little bit. Um, but I live on the water. Um, oh, that's which, nice. not the ocean, but mm-hmm. I live on a lake and I like it. That's and, pretty. Um, yeah, it's a good mix. Good mix of earth and water here for sure. We have a lot of really actually, so on the 21st we're going to a place called hawking hills in ohio which if you ever look it up mm-hmm. it reminds you of the woods in like lord of the rings like it's a very oh. ancient native american like forest and they have cabins and, and like trails and caves and um all kinds of stuff and so like that's my that's my happy place i want to build a cabin oh. out there somewhere you will. um but yeah it's it's really uh it's just a good spot the weather it's like florida here probably oh, okay I, I don't know, six, seven months out of the year. 
and then it's really cold the rest of the time but you get all four seasons you get some water you get some woods you you know that's good it's, so it's yeah. just balanced yeah it's yeah exactly it's very balanced mm. That's good. That's um, important. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's nice. But I know like my son, my wife loves to travel. I'm nervous to travel. Okay. Um not because of anything going. I literally I just have a fear of flying, generally speaking. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but uh my son really wants to go to California. He's a foodie. And so uh, he like wants okay. to go hit up like Gordon Ramsay's stuff and go eat uh, at all the okay. different restaurants. And he's he's a California kid in his heart. For sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> and my wife would probably love it just because it's not in the middle of nowhere in a cornfield, which is like pretty much where <laughs> I live now. Right. She's a, she's a city girl at heart too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it would be but if you guys are ever here tell, tell your wife, if she's ever here, just let me know. Yeah, I definitely will. But yeah. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Thank and, you. um, I I'm, I'm going to be excited to look back on this episode being the first one under the new sort of energy and the new whatever and then yes. look back at it and be like oh my god because <laughs> i mean you've done readings right if yes. if it if it grows into when it grows into mm -hmm. <laughs> right mm -hmm. what it's yes. meant to be um i'm gonna love to be able to look back and be like yeah jj signed up to do a podcast with me <laughs> and there's only like 20 people that even <laughs> listen to it right and so like yeah. i appreciate that because yeah. there's a lot of people that probably wouldn't have come on because they're like well it's not gonna like what what am i getting i'm not getting exposure i'm not like i'm thankful that mm -hmm. you're giving me your time so that we could have a you're conversation welcome. um and, and i don't do things stuff. uh and you're gonna see that if you ever see some of my collaborate some of the times i collaborate with one person i didn't know who they were uh -huh. how big they were in the community until after the fact like a year after i collaborated with them but right. i don't i don't go and like search people up and be like oh what do you have to yeah. no i don't i just feel i'm like if i like it i'm like how interesting that he's offering me again because i know you offered me the last time but I, it got yeah. really busy yeah yeah and then i was like it's interesting now that I'm thinking about opening my own podcast, he, he invited me in. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, okay. But it was never, it's never about like, what am I going to get or anything like that? Yeah, no. And, and I know that, but it's yeah, just, yeah. I appreciate it because I think a lot of people would be like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, <laughs> other than the fact that I got some readings from you, like, who, what? Right? do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I, I think like me, you probably do things based on intuition and the energy. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm like, I could care. I'll go. I'll talk to anybody. Exactly. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You, know? you never know how that's yeah. going to change your life, actually. Just maybe a conversation, something that you yeah. say at that moment or you hear. And yeah. you're like, oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, my hope is that um, anybody who listens to this, whether it's, it's, you know, in the next week when it gets released or if it's mm -hmm. 10 years from now and you're just coming back to listen to it, that somehow something that was said or discussed um, helps you in Absolutely. some way and that you're able to find some kind of meaning or, or healing or mm -hmm. guidance or, you know, whatever. Um, and, and that you definitely check out JJ. Um, and, and yeah, she is incredible. You're an incredible thank human you. being. Seriously. Thank you. So are you. Thank you. Well, thank you. And yeah, I appreciate you spending time with me. Thank you. I appreciate you too. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome.